Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to season three and episode number 227 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show here on the Cryer Media Network. Yeah. <laughs> I made that one a little extra slow because I want to savor it because it is a joyous day here in the land of the Beaver Lodge. A joyous, joyous, joyous day. Um, but before we get to the joy, we must take care of the housekeeping. Um, today, recording day is Wednesday, yes, uh, October 11th, 2023. And uh, it's another wet day here at the Beaver Lodge. Uh, the streets are slick and uh, see puddles. And that sky is really dark and gray for uh, this hour of the morning. So, uh, yes, Mike H, Kit Mike H, uh, Mr. Uh, Blue Jacket Guy looking fancy. That's uh, This is the blue jacket that Blue Jacket Guy wears when he uh, raises the level and classes up the joint a little. That's why I, uh, you know, I uh, opted not for a hoodie or something today. And, uh, you know, I gave myself some uh, volume. <laughs> yeah. Again. Once again, if you say so, the kitties demand fashion. They just do, and glamour. So, and all we do is give. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a wet day here at the Beaver Lodge. Uh, I'm your host, the Eager Beaver. Pronouns he, him, hey, Mister Beaver, a. And uh, with me, as you can all see, looking fine. Fine, is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Oh, yeah, 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 you do that. You do, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. See, you can tell he has gay friends. I'm just He's, telling uh, the, the The cufflinks were my uncles. Ah, 
Well, yes, your uncle was styling too. He was also gay. He passed away. So I said, that's why I said was. He's gay. He, he died a few years ago. He was okay. a sweet. I miss him. I didn't even know. Wow. Yeah. When when I get older, I will look so much like him at his age. It was it will be frightening because he and my father, even though they were 12 years apart, they could have been identical twins. It was freaky how much they looked alike. The family dog couldn't tell them apart. I'm not joking. I'm dead serious. And they were 12 years apart. So, anyway. Gee. Wow, wow. Uh, but yes, fashion runs in the Grizzly family. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> very GQ. <laughs> <laughs> love it love it uh the kids are in fine form today um all right uh thank you to our sponsors the pepper master the miss v mysteries from corvid moon publishing and good morning kitchen lovely to see you and uh, canadiantarot.com uh good morning to the kids who have joined us on this festive and joyous day kit linda and kit cassie hello kit hugh kit uh kit Ellen, Kit Mike H, of course, who we talked about earlier. Kit Tavi G, Kit Saucy. Have I missed anyone yet? Uh, no, I think I've got everyone today. And uh, to all of you who are listening, uh, but are, um, you know, sort of lurk listening and don't pop up, well, we see you too. Oh, hi. Hi, Kit Jillian. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> uh, Kit Mateo is watching and eating Fruit Loops. Hey! Buddy, I heard you weren't feeling so well. I'm really sorry that happened, but I hear that you're feeling better now. Uh, and uh, if you're eating Fruit Loops, you must be feeling much better. So, uh, yeah, I'm giving you big hugs, but uh, good for toughing through it, little man. All right? You have yourself a good day today. We're going to have some fun today. <laughs> and so, yes, we thank the sponsors. And uh, so, uh, Mr. Grizzly, uh, let's ask, how's your uh, mental health doing today? Um, all things considered, I think I'm pretty good. Uh, I'm not fully awake yet. I haven't had a coffee and I've been going nonstop since 5 a.m. Uh, I'm in the office, obviously, very early. I was in here at 7, getting set up. I have a big board meeting today, so I will be jumping in and out periodically. So just if, if you see me leave camera, it's because I'm busy. You know, I'm trying to earn a living to keep the lights on on this show so we can keep doing it for you. <laughs> ah, it's already starting with the keep doing it for you. All right. <laughs> the big news wow you know what for some reason i'm just going to show this i don't know sure it's going to appear but for some reason the voice text on my phone is on and it is recording everything <laughs> yeah it does that when you when when you leave it on like that, it'll do that. The best one ever was the guy who had it with his iPhone and he texted his wife, uh, voice, voice to text for his wife. And then uh, he didn't realize he, he, he failed to stop it. And it continued to, to uh, text everything that he said after that. Well, he started to play his slide trombone. So the text message was. It was really funny. I don't know if it was actually true or not, but it was it was good for a laugh. <laughs> really, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> all right. Um, there is a whole lot of news again uh, because uh, we well, we, we basically have uh, the biggest news story, at least for Canadian news of the year. Because, I mean, like, you, you thought foreign interference in the elections was going to be it, and then no, and... Uh, <sighs> D Doug Ford, well, Doug Ford, 
there was the announcement about the Ford government, and and we will get to that. But that man, I swear to God, has got to be the luckiest SOB on the face of the planet. Because the newscasts I was listening to this morning did not mention it at all. Like it never happened. Why? War. And of all places, Israel. <sighs> I swear, that guy's got to be the... <sighs> Potentially the most financially criminal corrupt government in Canadian history. And again, by 5,000 nautical miles over the worst case. And on the morning wrap-up, the 10-minute international and national news, and then the five-minute national news on CBC, having had a chance to look at many other stations, I, you know, I only wake up so early uh, <laughs> and listening to other news. Um, nothing, not a word. And this morning, I went to the RCMP website, and I went to where they have their press releases, because I figured there'd be a press release of this of some kind. Nothing. How does this guy? I just, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Fortunately, because, well, let's put it this way. As if you watched the uh, Dean's special uh, yesterday afternoon with Charles, what is very clear, and we also have a, a clip here uh, from a City TV News. There's an interview uh, with the former RCMP officer, I'm guessing, uh, but uh, we have to get it when Mr. Grizzly's actually in to, to play it for us. The RCMP typically doesn't announce very much, right? So if it's taking the step to announce this, right, the announcement that we had before is that after the Auditor General's report, they were looking into whether or not there was enough to look into or something to look into that might be criminal. Yesterday, that's what they confirmed. Now, you have to absolutely be, and Mr. Adler is completely correct here, um, because often people like to take shortcuts. It is not Doug Ford himself personally who is being investigated. It is his government. Uh, now, within that investigation, at some point down the road, if there are charges laid and whatnot, we will know that there are specific investigations into individual people or, of course, uh, as you know, so often the police doesn't announce, but you can tell by people's behavior how they're lawyering up, uh, where they go in and out of meetings, uh, that type of stuff. You know, like for example, in the United States, there's always somebody watching the Supreme Court to see who's gone in, who's gone out, and you know, same thing with the Trump trials when they're doing all the grand jury stuff, who is going in, who is going out. Um, you know, were they trying to get in through an uh, underground uh, passageway or something? You know. Uh, indoor parking and coming up in indoor elevators so that the cameras wouldn't be seen or would they come in the front door and all that kind of stuff, right? As of now, when what is in the public domain and what has been said that we know of, it is the Ford government as an entity uh, and not any specific individual yet. Uh, and that's including uh, the premier. So whatever you see online, say, oh, Doug Ford's being investigated. Not exactly i mean yes by virtue of the fact that he is part of the ford government he's the head of it yes clearly 
he's being he is touched by the investigation but there's not anything yet there's nobody that says ah there's a piece of evidence that makes us go aha we really need to look into doug ford uh specifically now of course you know there's a in one way there's a limited number of players within the government itself i mean it was Doug Ford, it was Ryan Amato, and it was Steve Clark, and any of the people that were sort of in that unit and, you know, who are probably at least the employees that were recruited, hopefully, uh, more um, as witnesses uh, than accomplices, hopefully. Um, but within that circle, uh, of within the government. There's not that many players because you would assume that if this was organized in such a way that uh, Steve Clark can go, I know nothing. And remember, as we said in a previous show, it turns out that one of the reasons Steve Clark arranged it for him to know nothing is because he was kind of upset because Doug Ford had him trotted him out for four years in the first mandate saying there's no way we're going to touch the green belt because remember at the origin this happened when he was campaigning for the leadership of the party he had this little event and he said that he was going to open up the green belt and then video that got out and then people got really mad and the next day he did the Cirque du Soleil backflip and said no 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 I won't do it and then he won a second mandate but he won in pretty convincing fashion I guess he felt comfortable and thought well Now's the time. Well, turns out it wasn't the time. Now any promise he makes now gets to be met with, well, yeah, but you promised that when you promised you wouldn't touch the UBI pilot, and you promised that when you said that you would not touch the green belt, and, well, yeah, yeah I'll believe it when it lasts. I'll believe a Doug Ford promise when it lasts. I mean, his, his word is worth nothing. His word is worth nothing. I mean, that's been established. So with him, it's, you know, we, we work with trust, but verify, but usually there's more trust right at first until someone gives you a reason to start verifying. Well, Doug Ford loves development. I mean, he's got those two highway projects and he has that Ontario place thing. And then there's other sure development deals throughout the entire province of Ontario. And uh, there's that spa thing that for some reason needs 2000 publicly funded parking space. And I've never been to a spa that 2000 people are at, at well, more than 2000 people, let's assume that there's not always just one person per car are at simultaneously that would need that much parking space, which makes me think because of course, because Dougie never lets go of an ID idea as he's shown us with the green belt that this is really a casino because i don't know a spa that also needs a 95 year lease so to me it's like oh this is a casino with a spa we just haven't been told about the casino part yet and then you've got these yep and then you got these diesel these deals in hamilton that are coming out these things in the news and it's like you need to go back and look at every single deal that has anything remotely to do with development to see if something similar was going on and we're talking about a man now who has there's using the system and there's abusing the system and he has abused the system and with abusers they usually don't limit themselves to just one so i have a feeling that looking at other deals so that's where things may take time is that the green belt thing might spill in to other type of deals but we are at a point when an investigating body 
that usually doesn't make public comments comes out and says, we're looking um, into something like it was announced, for example, with the kamikaze candidate with Jason Kennedy, Kenny, Kenny, not Kennedy, Kenny, and uh, with Daniel Smith with that phone call that she should not have taken her perfect phone call. Anyway, but those things went into some type of ether and we've never heard about them again. Oh, very Trumpian. Yes, indeed. So we've we've never heard about them. And again, we don't know what happened with the Kamika. We heard that the RCMP one time announced that they were looking into, I guess, whether there was something to look into. But there wasn't an announcement like this that came. And it's been like over four years now. We're still waiting for an update of some kind. We've got nothing. And then we have the Danielle Smith thing. But then we have this Doug Ford thing where the Auditor General runs to the OPP and the OPP hands this to the RCMP. And weeks later, weeks later, Jason Kenney, four years later, still nothing. Weeks later, we have an official announcement that there is an open criminal investigation. They don't say that unless there is something quite meaty into which to sink your teeth into. Yeah, there has to be something there before they even go down that pathway. We should talk to David Wallace about this because, as he said time and time again, a lot of the brass in both RCMP and OPP are rather, oh, what's the word? Starts with C, rhymes with morupt. Anyway, we should we should talk to him about that because it's like if, if they're going down this pathway, they've got something on them. Well, here's the thing. It must be for that for that to happen it's got to be something that is so undeniable oh yeah oh yeah right absolutely. and something that is just i have to assume it's got to be something that's going to make people going to go what eyes big as toonies because this is quite a limb it definitely is and, and it's not one they crawl out onto without caution or or you know safety measures in mind so if they're going there there's a good reason for it. So I, I, I think we're going to see a few people go to go to jail on this. Uh, maybe get a long prison sentence or a fine of some type. Somebody's somebody is going to go down for this. And I can pretty much guarantee it won't be Dougie because, you know, <laughs> oh, slick Rick Doug. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I, we I seem to be we seem to be in an era of actual consequence culture. Well, this is true. People this is true. with power. We seem to be, hold, I mean, we've never seen a U.S. president be indicted before. Mm. I mean, what was it? Uh, Sarkozy in uh, in France. Um, there was a uh, there. There's been a few recently. Bolsonaro in Brazil, maybe, maybe you know those the, the Oath Keepers, the the Proud Boys. Mm. They they uh, they got sentenced to, you know. Tamara Leach is on trial. The Dakotas Four are going to be maybe. That's a possibility. Yeah. Maybe. Time will tell. Uh, you know, it's, oh, it's, <laughs> it wouldn't be setting a precedent by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a question of uh, who does Dougie have compromise on? Is what I'm questioning. And oh, yeah. is Dougie smart enough to actually gather compromise? Yeah. Right. right. And uh, like Cassie says, someone flipped. That is another possibility. There might be somebody, mm -hmm. some somebody in there that's just you know what. I'm out. And I'm out. again, my first likely candidate would probably be Mr. Clark. Yeah, he got he got thrown. I mean, well, again, Amato and Clark lawyered up early. And again, if the situation was that Clark was objecting and then Clark, you know, you know what, you're putting Amato in my office and all that, fine. I'm, you know what, I'll be a good little soldier in front of the mic. I'll say the things I have to say, but like this, but I am like not helping. Well, not going down either. Like, well, not going down, but like I'm not helping. 
It's like, you pick that guy, you put him in my office, you set up that little office, there's no things like this. I am not, I know nothing, I'm, I do not want any part of this. Yeah, you trotted me out for four years telling me, telling had to tell them that you're not going to touch the green belt and now you're going to keep me as housing minister and you're going to make me go out and take all the hits for reversing the po- Really? You're going to do that? No. If that was the actual dynamic, because word on the tweet was that that's the reason Clark wasn't yeah. looking into it, not because he was part of it and you know did it by design now doug ford not looking into it or asking any questions it comes oh look at this thing that happened that just happened to come to my cabinet table let's look at that hey guys doesn't this look good okay let's go ahead wink yeah but that's there there is in law there is not knowing and then there is willful ignorance mm. when you really reasonably ought or should have known and it seems that you took extraordinary steps to not know oh yeah <laughs> right uh yeah well and that's the other thing uh kit hugh says doug is going to take the fall for the real people behind this also that is quite possible and uh yes uh kit jim still haven't seen the epstein list <laughs> oh my 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 this is earth uh, shattering news in the political scene. And uh, as Mr. Adler said on the show, and as we would have said on the show as well, had we uh, <laughs> been able to get there first, on a matter of pure, pure, pure civics, you know, when we, we say in court the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, if being in government really is about serving the people and only serving the people and nothing but serving the people when your government becomes the subject of a criminal investigation, a federal criminal investigation, you resign as government and you let the people have a say on to whether or not you get to continue as a government. If you are the leader of that government, you personally step aside as the leader of that government. And if the party decides not to resign, because let's be honest, we live in the real world and no party that has a majority one year into it is going to go, oh my God, we have a scandal. Well, gee, I guess we're going to resign as the government because that's not how power works. But in the Westminster system, caucus can depose a leader. Australia does it all the time. Even Alberta's had a couple of kicks at the can. Ontario PC caucus, if the premier does not offer to step down on his own and he has led a government that is now under federal criminal investigation. Do you not have a duty to the public to have a vote to remove him as leader of your party and therefore as premier? If it was about serving the people, only serving the people and nothing but serving the people, he gets a couple of days to see whether or not he could resign. He should have done that right away, but people these days seem to need a couple of days to figure that out. But if he doesn't do it, somebody needs to be calling for a vote. They've removed Aaron O'Toole and Andrew Shear and Allison Redford for way less, even Jason Ganey. We're talking about $8 billion in then dollars, now about 25, in public wealth, just being sliced off and served. That's ours. That public wealth is ours. And the next generations and the generations after that and the generations after that, it is not his to just carve up and serve on a plate. How much of the public wealth would you like? And you? Oh, have you heard that my other daughter's getting married? I understand that in a democracy that there is a basic grease tax that nobody gets to the top, like Mr. Wallace says, without making a few compromises and maybe padding a few bank accounts. Okay, that's the price of democracy. But when you get too damn fucking greedy, it's not your playground. Welcome to consequence culture. Keep your arms and legs in the ride. 
at all times. Ugh. I can't stand it. <laughs> just, just, there's a limit. There's a limit, man. You know, it's it doesn't it doesn't belong to them, and they feel so entitled to it. And they do it in plain sight like this and smile at you and pat you on the back and hand you a burger and a beer and call you friends. They're robbing you blind. We really, 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 really not need to stop voting for assholes. And we really, 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 really need to start making our nomination periods and our election period like really about substance. I mean, come on. In this age where everybody wants to speak to the manager, okay, I want to speak to the manager too. Uh, can we get some freaking quality control around here? Man, this <sighs> is unbelievable. So anyway, we have the... This is, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest political news story in Canada in a good long while. And this is a gift that is going to keep giving. Oh, yeah. And my main hope, my main hope, is that this somehow manages to taint the conservative brand as a whole, particularly at the federal level. Because Kits, again, if you're paying attention to uh, Skippy Von Snipes' little plans for housing, selling off federal yeah. buildings, selling off federal land. To whom is he selling that? And he's also in real estate, isn't he? Oh, yes. He owns several houses. He's a landlord. He's a gate. And doesn't he part, part of some type of REIT-type company in Calgary with another guy, too, that he owns? Uh, that's a condo building. Condo building? Okay. I'm not sure if it's a REIT uh, or not, okay. but yeah, no, he owns a building with a few people. Yeah. He's a gatekeeper. He's a landlord. He's the part of the problem and always has been, but he'll never admit to it because he's a lying. Okay, I'll stop right but, there. But here's the thing, right? In this right now with what's going on, era of housing and do we really, like if we're going to spend like the next 10 years building this much housing, do you really want a prime minister or a premier that has links and connections in housing? No. And, and you need to understand something, too. Uh, when he says he's for building affordable homes for people who can afford them, blah, 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 and how he wants to help people, that's a bald-faced lie because he's voted against every single motion, every single bill, every single piece of legislation that would help to provide or build homes or provide affordable homes or help the poor or help the... He, he has not got your interest in mind. The only interest he has is enriching himself, a few of his donors and a couple of party members doesn't care about you. He does not want to govern. He only wants power. I will say that till the day I die because it's true. Oh, absolutely. This, this is Skippy here we're talking about here. Yes. Uh, just because we're talking about Ford and Skippy and just for our audience at home here. Um, yeah, so biggest news story. Now, of course, there's not much to say right now. I mean, a lot of stuff is speculation and whatnot, but in terms of facts, I mean, the facts is, is that it's what we know with the green belt specifically what's come to, to light mm -hmm. and the fact that the RCMP has announced because they haven't announced who, they haven't announced what, they haven't announced when it's going to finish. And, and they've said, you know, as is usual with these cases, we probably won't be commenting further on this. The next time that we hear a comment from the RCMP will be when there are charges or not. Right? But like I said, there's going to be people from the media now watching people and seeing their movements and who are they talking to and who's lawyered up and who's, you know, and, so, like, for example, if we hear that uh, the famous Mr. X got himself a uh, 
fancy high-priced lawyer or has changed lawyers because maybe now he needs a different type of legal representation. Those things get reported on, and those are the things that you know legal watchers sort of pick upon and then speculate upon to give you an idea of where the case is going. But we're not going to hear it from the RCMP. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, uh, Mr. Grizzly, were you, uh, are you able to uh, put up a link from where you are? There you go. All right. So uh, let's get some, uh, let's, Richard Southern apparently, uh, again, has been doing some very good reporting on this. So uh, uh, let's look at what he has to say. It's another stunning development in the Greenbelt scandal, perhaps the biggest one yet. The RCMP has launched a criminal investigation into the Ford government and its handling of the decision to open up the protected lands. It looks like the RCMP has come back and said not only is it uh, worthy of an investigation, meaning there must be something for them to at least suspect some uh, possible wrongdoing. Was there anything criminal going on with the Ford government's move to hand over parcels of the protected Greenbelt to a select few developers? That's what the RCMP is now going to look at. It tells City News that it's sensitive and international investigations unit will be leading this particular investigation. Now, that's not to say there's any international aspect to this. A former RCMP investigator tells me that's the division that usually handles government investigations. Because they deal with bribery and corruption at such high levels and of sensitive nature, meaning that there could be, um, I guess, privileges that come from different cabinet discussions and such, they're going to be familiar with all of that and won't put the proverbial foot in the mouth, so to speak. According to its website, this RCMP unit that's now looking at the Ford government usually looks at, quote, allegations of financial crimes, fraud, corruption, breach of trust, and illegal lobbying. Now, remember how we got here. The province removed land from the protected Greenbelt last year as part of what it says was its push to build more homes. But two legislative watchdogs later found that the process to select the lands was flawed and favored certain developers. In January, the RCMP said it was looking at whether or not there were grounds for a criminal investigation. But in August, the force handed the matter over to the federal RCMP over what it said was concern of any perceived conflict of interest. Finally, we're hopefully going to get some additional honest answers to the people of Ontario of how this corrupt process could actually happen in our province. Now, the opposition clearly encouraged my news of the investigation, but experts tell me the probe could take a while. It's also one that cannot compel any witnesses to give a statement, although records can be seized. Uh, they might have to go for warrants, whereas documents and any sort of banking information or emails and such were, were probably available without going to warrant with the other investigations. Um, and then at the end of the day, the RCMP has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt for a criminal charge. A written statement from the premier today reads, and I quote, the government will fully cooperate with any investigation. We have zero tolerance for any wrongdoing and expect anyone involved in the decision-making process about the Greenbelt lands to have followed the letter of the law. Now, Ford has previously said that he's confident nothing criminal took place, but the opposition say they're not so sure. I, I simply, I think it defies belief. The premier mandated these changes be made. 
he he directs everything from the top. Now, opposition leaders say they want to see immediate resignations if the RCMP does file criminal charges. Whoever, is, including the premier, if anyone is connected and found to have engaged in criminal misconduct, they absolutely should resign. Now, last month, Ford apologized for the Greenbelt land swap and promised in a big U-turn not to touch the protected lands. Ever since, it looks like he had really been trying to change the channel from this. However, the RCMP investigation opens up a whole new aspect to this scandal, one that could be politically disastrous for the government should any criminal wrongdoing be found. This should already be criminally disastrous. <laughs> politically disastrous, sorry. It is criminally disastrous. Um, Gee. All right, uh, kids, uh, there is so much more news. Uh, there is the stuff about uh, Pierre, Polliver, and Quint, and um, lots of stuff still going on in Israel and whatnot. Unfortunately, Mr. Grizzly has a hard out. Um, so we, I've, got yeah. I got, no, I've got no choice. I've got to go at eight. Um, I got like three, three minutes before I have to jump into something else. Right. So I will be unavailable until tomorrow because I'm, I'm here till 8 p.m. All right. 8.30 p.m. actually. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Kits, uh, don't mean to disappoint you, but we will get to those things. Remember, Friday, we always have a longer show. Um, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Uh, of course, sharing is caring. So please let your peeps and poops know about us. And because democracy is something that you do, if you have a couple of loonies uh, jingling in your pocket extra that you can spare to the Red Cross to help our brothers and sisters who have been affected by the wildfires and the floods and yeah, well, all the things uh, this past summer. Uh, that would be really, really great. And of course, always, as always, write your MPs, your MPPs, your MLAs, your senators, and your media to let them know that you demand better and that you do not want them to let go of certain uh, coverage. Um, let's see what else. Uh, if you would like to subscribe to us, go to the pod page, sponsored by the Ray Girl, at uh, podpage.com slash the true north eager beaver all in lowercase letters um with a hyphen between each one of those words and since you like subscribing make like kit elaine and go to our true north eager beaver media incorporated youtube page now having reached a hundred thousand views thanks to you kitties uh, really appreciate it. Milestones. Yay. Um, so uh, we have three buttons there. Like, share, subscribe. Share the button. Click them all. Have fun with them. And uh, because our other three favorite words are free beer today, well, that other squiggly by Mr. Grizzly's head right there, that brings you to our coffee page. K-O hyphen F-I dot com slash eager beaver, lowercase letters, all in one word. And that's where you could contribute to the eager beaver uh, emergency hydration fund. But today we're going to call it uh, the Beaver Lodge. Uh, Doug Ford uh, government is under criminal investigation. Maybe there will be actual consequences celebration fund. Uh, <laughs> Here come the consequence. consequence, consequence. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you go there, that's where you can make your generous donation. Thank you so very much uh, for your kindness. We really appreciate it from the beaver lodge this is your eager beaver saying uh it could be a tough world out there kids so uh especially if your name is doug ford <laughs> so please be kind to <laughs> yourselves <laughs> sorry couldn't resist and mr grizzly do you have some words of wisdom yeah put your galoshes on today it's going to be a wet one 
Absolutely. Ah, Miss Sadeka, the hat and shirt are the perfect duo. Rawr, I like, oh, no, that's not a rawr, so that's a moi. And I, I noticed the guy from the RCMP was uh, quite uh, snazzily dressed as well. There was a common theme. <laughs> All right, Mr. Grizzly, roll them credits. It's coming. I just got to find him. Okay. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Um, before we go, just one little thing. NHL. What the fuck? Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I think Connor McDavid spoke out against it, uh, if memory serves. I, I saw a clip last night, but I didn't get a chance to see the whole thing. Here's the thing. Um, I have to go to Toronto this weekend. I will be in Toronto on Saturday morning. So I will be uh, near Union Station, and I'm going to be visiting with some people. I've got some business to do while I'm down there. If anybody wants to meet up, just uh, send me a message uh, via Twitter DM, and uh, maybe we can... Uh, Meet for a, a coffee. There you go. Coffee with Grizzly. Have a great day, kids. Remember to celebrate. See ya. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.